It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are seconds away from hearing the daily Locked On podcast you love, but I'd like to tell you about another podcast I think you'll like. Rejecting the Screen, hosted by NBA experts Noah Kozlov and Adam Stanko, features provocative interviews with NBA stars and unique perspectives from around the game. Subscribe to Rejecting the Screen wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, Hoops Heads. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Aliko Carter. Thanks for tuning in. Great game last night against the Heat. Uh, Third quarters are back. It's very exciting. Uh, Nice 29-point win there. But before we get into that, i got to promote myself a little bit. You can find my work on Forbes.com and BleacherReport.com. You can also email me at AlicoCarter11 at gmail.com and tweet me at Kogitare, K-O-G-I-T-A-R-E. means to think in Latin. Stay thoughtful, y'all. For my new listeners out there, I want to uh, explain myself a little bit. I am a... Huge, huge Warriors fan for the past 20 plus years. I grew up in the Bay Area in Oakland, and uh, it's my dream to be able to just talk about the Warriors all day. So thanks for tuning in, and by all means, get in touch with me with your opinions, your thoughts, any questions or subjects you'd want me to discuss in this podcast. So today I want to talk about the Heat game, talk about third quarters and how they're back, baby and uh, preview the game in New Orleans against the Pelicans in the first segment. In the second segment, I want to talk about Kevin Durant. I haven't spent a lot of time talking about KD in this pod, uh, but he is still quietly one of the most amazing, efficient, and uh, defensively skilled players in the league. And uh, he's flying under the radar this year, um, as are all of the Warriors, but KD to uh, an exceptional extent. I think we've gotten used to seeing him in a Warriors uniform. And in the third segment, I want to talk about refereeing. Uh, Sean Livingston was ejected last night. The ref was getting in his face, and uh, I want to discuss how the refs are treating the Warriors this year. So let's begin with the Heat game, and I'll start uh, in the third quarter. The Heat once again, played the Warriors close for two quarters. The Warriors were able to make some things happen in the second quarter and then come out firing after halftime. It was really exciting. So Curry got his number in this one, 30 points in 30 minutes on 11 of 16, 5 of 9 from 3. Great job. 3 of 4 from the line. And didn't do too much to fill up the stat sheet otherwise, but... Um, very, very high efficiency there. KD was 9 for 18. He took seven three-pointers, making two. Uh, Clay was 8 of 15, took seven three-pointers, making two. Um, and Draymond filled up the stat sheet, obviously. Only um, four points, but seven rebounds, nine assists. 
no turnovers, uh, and a great turnover game for the Warriors, uh, with Kevin Durant being the only high turnover guy with four turnovers, only uh, looks like nine turnovers total. And I want to talk about assisting the ball really quick, uh, <clears throat> specifically Clay Thompson. I think there's two types of assists in this basketball world. There is the regular assist, which, you know, you pass to a guy, he takes a shot, he makes a shot, you get an assist. Those are the kinds of ones where you're um, passing around the perimeter um, and, you know, the movement creates an open shot. And then there's what I like to call vision assists. So Clay Thompson had four assists last night. And what he's doing with those four assists, I think, is um, really exciting and surprising um, because they're not regular assists. They're vision assists. Nearly all of Clay Thompson's uh, assists uh, are vision assists. He is driving and finding uh, Zsa David West um, in motion um, and sometimes finding them cross court for nice nice uh finishes uh that the defense didn't see coming so kudos to clay for um opening his eyes on the court uh he's been getting better and better as the uh years have gone on and you know he's never going to be a a high assist guy he's always going to be a shoot first uh shooting guard uh but uh the way that he sees the court now is pretty exciting a nice little bit of garbage time in this game uh, fourth quarter was uh, pretty much entirely garbage time, and um, Nick Young got to show what he can do in 15 minutes. Same with Omri Caspi in 25 minutes. Uh, Jordan Bell had some very good uh, minutes, a nice, nice athletic block and uh, dunk, an alley-oop dunk that really uh, brought would have brought the house down if they were playing at Oracle. Um Offensively and defensively, the Warriors were outstanding. If you look at Stephen Curry's offensive rating for the game, 166 points per 100 possessions in 30 minutes is absolutely incredible. Uh, Draymond, 142 points for uh, Jaja uh, in few minutes, 167 uh, per 100 possessions. And then defensively, we're talking about uh, a 100 points per 100 possessions for Steph, which is a plus 66 uh, net rating, which, uh, you know, is <laughs> it's it's Stephen Curry amazing. Um, <clears throat> Jordan Bell with a 154 and a 99 for a 55 net rating. Um, I guess it's Jordan Bell amazing. Only 13 minutes for Jordan Bell, but those 13 minutes he did work. And then the bench mob was also pretty good defensively. David West with a 95 defensive rating. Jordan Bell with a 99. Kevon Looney with a 90. And Sean Livingston, before getting ejected from the game and after six minutes, was a 94. So the bench is still coming in and playing staunch defense. Uh, Patrick McCall with a 100. Um, the defense is getting better and better every game. And the rotations, you can just see there's so much... Um, cerebral just activity. There's so much talking, um, and uh, we're finally seeing what the Warriors are meant to be on the de- <clears throat> excuse me on the defensive end. And this time, it wasn't just steals and blocks. There were very few of both in this game. It was just good defense, good movement, moving your feet, um, having your hands in the right place, and uh, every Warrior contributed. 
As for the Heat, I want to give props to Tyler Johnson. He's a Bay Area kid, uh, went to St. Francis, and uh, has found a nice spot in 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 Miami and a nice contract as well. Um, but uh, 26 minutes from him, 10 shots, 3 of 5 from 3, uh, and he was a negative 7, which is basically the best that the Heat had to offer Um Last night, I want to also um, give a shout out to Bam Adebayo for uh, playing great minutes, uh, but also for his amazing name. Um, it, you know, it just kind of fits, especially if you're going to come behind Hassan Whiteside, who's injured. But it was all Warriors tonight, holding the heat to 41% shooting while shooting 56% themselves, and that's where you get that 30-point drubbing. But I want to move on to... Kevin Durant, and just talking about how he's been playing this year. But first, if your company is interested in men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked On Warriors is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men between 18 and 44, this is your spot. Plus, our rates are reasonable. Email me at alicocarter11 at gmail.com to find out. Is there anything more craveable than the smell of McDonald's fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. It takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the McDonald's way. So stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald's drive-thru for your own steamy carton of crispy golden goodness. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So I want to talk about Kevin Durant a little bit, and I want to go back in time to uh, July 4th, 2016, when he decided to join the Warriors. I was so surprised. I didn't think we really had a chance to land him, but, uh, you know, I wasn't in his mind, and nobody was in his mind, and it didn't seem like he was, you know, in hindsight, uh, very happy in Oklahoma City, uh, and he wanted to win some rings. So that was super exciting for us. It's like, oh, crap, we got Kevin Durant. And I'm still kind of getting used to uh, the idea of Kevin Durant, the idea of four superstars, four people who are going to continue to make the all-star team forever. Um, it's super exciting. And um, Kevin Durant is an exciting basketball player to watch. Let's get into his stats. So right now, in 34 minutes a game, he's shooting, uh, taking 17 shots a game, uh, making nine. So it's a 532 shooting percentage, which is pretty amazing. Uh, 411 from three and uh, 86.5 from the line. Uh, 60% from the uh, inside of the three-point line. So his efficiency is there. He might be in track on track for another 50-40-90 season. Um, it would be amazing, and I've been thinking about this, for three different players to get a 50-40-90. Uh, Steph is on track minus three-point shooting. Clay is on track um, and just almost there with this free-throw shooting. And Kevin Durant is on track with uh, an 86.5% free-throw percentage. So he can get that up. Uh, but um, 6.4 rebounds, 4.9 assists to go along with two blocks, solidly two blocks 
uh, and 3.4 turnovers. He's averaging 25 points a game, which, you know, for Kevin Durant is fairly pedestrian, but I don't think he's really looking to get any more scoring titles on this Warriors team. Um, his all-around play has really been, um, it's been glue. It's been glue for the Warriors, and especially on the defensive end. Um, he's six foot thirteen. He can play the uh, center position, um, and and he has uh, held down the back line um, with aplomb for the entire season. Still kind of waiting for like that elusive Kevin Durant game, just like we're waiting for a Clay game and a Curry game where they just go off for 40, 45 points on 20, 25 shots and uh, just make it amazing. Um, it seems like they're playing within themselves. They're playing very well together, but there hasn't necessarily, there hasn't been that moment yet uh, where Durant, just takes over, uh, you know, not takes over a game because Durant has done that already uh, this season, but where he is the game for 35 minutes. Still waiting for that. His free throws are down. From last year, he averaged 6.2 free throws a game in his first year with the Warriors, 4.7 this year. So that's a significant dip. Um, but I don't think that and that dip is in line with Stephen Curry's uptick in free throws. And I think it's in line with uh, the direction that KD is taking his game. He doesn't have to attack the basket as much as he used to. He doesn't have to use the same array of tricky uh, hand movements to get calls that he used to when he was in Oklahoma City. Another downtick is in rebounding. He's down two rebounds a game from 8.3 to 6.4. That's something he's going to have to get up. Um, the Warriors are uh, still, for the most part, out-rebounding their opponents, but uh, you want to see a guy who's nearly seven feet tall be in there getting rebounds and making things happen for his teammates. So we're looking forward to seeing him grabbing more rebounds offensively and defensively, but another stellar season from KD, another all-star season from KD, and um, he just looks like he having, he's having so much fun out on the court. Uh, I, I think that he's become a part of the Warriors family very quickly, uh, and that's a beautiful thing to see. So I want to get into how the Warriors are being refed, but first I want to talk to you about EnclosedLingerie.com. Dudes, are you looking for something different for your wife or girlfriend this Christmas? Don't get her another sweater. Surprise her this anniversary, Christmas, or birthday with high-end designer lingerie. These are not your usual department store undies, but seriously high-end designer lingerie sourced from around the world. Enclosed also has amazing teddies, robes, and other lingerie options. This is an effortless gift for you to give because Enclosed takes care of all of the details for you. Enclosed customizes your gift with your wife or girlfriend based on the gift giver's preferences. Size guarantee means you can't mess up. Enclosed gets the fit right 98% of the time. It's the gift that keeps on giving because Enclosed sends out a new gift every month. You just sit back, and she enjoys the surprises month after month. Tens of thousands of men and women love Enclosed. Visit EnclosedLingerie.com and use code WARRIORS for $20 off your first order. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Hewlett Packard Enterprise. At CDW, we get modern servers need to be flexi flexible, scalable, and predictable. I predicted you'd say that. Okay, what would I say next? Probably something about server security. Impressive and freaky. 
CDW can implement secure Hewlett-Packard Enterprise Gen 10 servers that improve speed and performance while reducing costs. While co reducing costs. See predictable. IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. I predict a web address. CDW.com slash HPE. I'm in your mind, man. All right, I want to talk about refereeing. Um, I want to talk about uh, the ejection last night, which, um, you know, kind of affected the game. Um, I think that the um, the Warriors were a little jazzed, a little souped up by, by that ejection uh, of Sean Livingston. Uh, but I want to talk about uh, where it came from, why it happened. So this was a tough one. Uh, Livingston did get fouled on the play, um, on a turnaround jump shot from about 12 feet. Um, it looked like a nice slap on the wrist. Uh, and then he, uh, went to go discuss it with Kirk, uh, uh, referee Courtney Kirkland, who, great name, Courtney Kirkland. Uh, and, um, Kirkland was not having any of it. Uh, it's unclear whose head touched whose head. Um, you know, from one angle, it kind of looked like Sean, you know, went in with the headbutt from another angle. It looked like Courtney Corkland, Courtney Kirkland, <laughs> Courtney Kirkland, uh, you know, kind of instigated the whole thing, but uh, you can't make contact with an official and, uh, Livingston was ejected immediately after that one technical. Um, you know, obviously Livingston is a huge part of what the Warriors do. Uh, but they can survive without him. And I think that there was um, a turning point in the game uh, there where, you know, this was uh, when the team was uh, tied with the Heat at 44. And after that, the Warriors just really kind of uh, took control and in the third quarter really took control. Um, and so they might have been able to talk to Sean in the locker room and get even more riled up than they were after the initial ejection. But refereeing has been an issue for the entire season. Um, you know, not a lot of people want to talk about refing, but this is a Warriors podcast, not a national podcast, and I'm down to to uh, shit on the referees for a second. I think that that, uh, that game back uh, in Washington against the Wizards, or was that at home against the Wizards where Draymond Green was ejected after, um, after Brad Beal instigated the whole... Uh, interaction and then Kelly Oubre came in pushing and throwing punches um, that didn't end up in the Warriors favor and um, I think that it should have and there's a, just a lot of there's just foul disparities um, in in major games um, and uh, it doesn't seem like the defending champs necessarily get their due the way that they um, deserve to and um the reality at the end of the day is there's a lot of complaining going on. Uh, there's a lot of complaining from every Warriors player um, a lot of the time, and some of it is warranted, some of it isn't. But uh, in instances like this, you have to wonder, how much does it take to uh, have an, a game officiated uh, in such a way that fans don't come away and players don't come away with a bad taste in their mouths? It did look like Kirkland initiated contact, officiated contact. Yeah, a little bit of both. Um, and um, the Warriors came to um, Sean Livingston's defense afterwards with Durant saying it did look like watching it that Courtney, 
Courtney stepped into his face and Draymond said there's something else to it and left it at that. I would love to know exactly what Draymond was saying uh, when he says there's something else to it. Um, There are circles of Warriors fans who believe that the refs are, you know, implicitly or explicitly against them. I don't think that's necessarily the case, but I don't necessarily think that the Warriors have gotten any uh, favors from the refs um, during this three-year period, four-year period of dominance, and uh, that's odd. You know, I just think that's odd uh, because champions are officiated um, in the NBA a little bit differently, Um, and when they... You know, I'm not saying that the Warriors deserve to get more calls uh, per se, but I do th- I do think that they're officiated fairly harshly so far this year. And um, uh, a little uh, there are there have been examples of games where um, they're officiated very um, in, the, the officiating is imbalanced. And that is an issue when the other team when the other team takes 40 free throws and you take 15 that's an issue that can cost you the game not that that happened this time around this game was a romp uh but there is definitely some there are some questions to be had um and uh and i'm definitely wondering what draymond meant when he said there's something else to it anyway that's my pod for the day um I hope y'all enjoy this game down in New Orleans, and I will be recapping that game tomorrow as well as doing my Warrior of the Week and uh, going around the NBA. So please tune in tomorrow, Tuesday, and enjoy the game tonight. And as usual, stay thoughtful, Hoops Heads. San Jose Sharks hockey is back, and we've got you covered five days a week at Locked On Sharks. I'm Kyle Demetrius. I'm J.D. Young. I'm Eric Fowl. Together, we make sure you're never without your Sharks programming. Will the Sharks make a trade for a right winger? We got you covered. Will Eric Carlson's groin hold up for the entire season? We've got you covered. Whatever happens with Team Teal every day, we've got you covered at Locked On Sharks five days a week on the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world. If you're looking for information regarding fantasy basketball, recaps of the NBA, this is the show for you. We are heading into the offseason and starting to get ready for the 2020-2021 fantasy season. We'll have all the information on what happens through the rest of the playoffs, free agency, the NBA draft, and then heading into a big 2021 season. So make sure you're checking out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast.